I'm Georgie. And I'm Michaela. And we're here to tell you about the University of Aberdeen. In each episode, we will discuss frequently asked questions about topics such as applications, go abroad, student life, sports and societies, budgeting for uni, and life in Aberdeen. We will be speaking to current Aberdeen students, those who really know what it's like to study and live here. And we'll be getting exclusive tips from members of our amazing staff. Join us for this episode of Ask Aberdeen. Hello and welcome to the latest episode of our informative, interesting and above all um, fun, super fun podcast called Ask Aberdeen. So today we will discuss university accommodation, which is something that every new student has to think about. And it is always one of the most popular sessions during our open days as well. Some students even make their decision on which university they will apply to just based off the accommodation on offer. And so I completely understand that this is a huge deciding factor for many of you. And I know that my two guests will also make sure we cover all questions that we often get asked about. So Atilia, take it away and introduce yourself. So hi, I'm Atilia. I am Finnish, but I grew up in Luxembourg. I currently study in Aberdeen and I am an oncoming fourth year and I study English with creative writing. And Kirsten, how about you? What do you do at the university? I'm the operations manager for student accommodation. Um, I'm based at Hillhead, which is our main student village, if you like. We've got over 2,000 students that live with us every year. So you've just mentioned that, you know, we have a Hillhead, which is a student village. And sometimes we will mention Hillhead just by itself. Sometimes we might say student accommodation, but Hillhead really is like a village, isn't it? Yeah, so that's that's the main village, if you like. Um, as I said, we've got over 2,000 students that stay here. Um, and it's the main base for most of the undergraduate students that stay with us. So we do have campus accommodation as well, but that tends to be aimed at um, postgraduate students or sometimes returners. Um, but yeah, Hillhead's definitely the central undergraduate accommodation. And what sort of accommodation do we have on offer in Hillhead? So we've got a few different types actually. Um, mainly our accommodation are five person flats um, with shared facilities. We've also got five person flats with en suite uh, facilities. And we've also got the more traditional style accommodation, which is more like the halls of residence, um, which has shared kitchen and bathroom facilities um, with larger corridors of up to 20 people. Yeah, that's the one I lived in. Um, you know, you just pretty much, it's a corridor with doors off straight into your room and then one of the sort of rooms is instead a kitchen. Um, so, and you're also sharing facilities, you know, at the end of, or in every corner of the corridor. So it's, it's slightly different from the traditional flat layout that you might be used to from you know living at home with your parents it's a it's a bit more uh fractured i guess but it still is you will still be in a kitchen with like five other or four other people so you will still have like a little set of friends that you will be sharing your facilities with um and this might be a difficult question to answer because it will change every single year but can you give us an idea of what the price ranges are like Yes, yeah, so this year's prices, this is for um, session 2021, our prices start at £90 per week. Um, that's our cheapest standard room and that goes um, up until 
um, which is the own sweet price. Um, and there are some in between that. So you have quite a wide range of prices as well. So it suits all budgets. You know, it goes from, what is it, £360 a month up to uh, £600 a month. So it really, there's something for everyone depending on your budget. And we do also offer a catered option. Is that correct? Yeah, so there is a catered option. Um, at the moment, it's in Adam Smith House, but the catering um, can be flexible. Uh, as well for any other accommodation and that would be £147 a week um, and that's fully catered so you'd be getting breakfast and either lunch or dinner option each day and it is very flexible the catering nowadays so it's not like you've got set meal times you can have breakfast maybe at Hillhead and then grab something when you're on campus studying. So Otelia, can you which, which halls did you live in? So I stayed in New Carnegie Court, which is the one with ensuite. Did you did you like having your own bathroom then? I think it was the best choice moving out of home and, you know, having to share stuff with other people. I think the kitchen was enough at this point. Currently, I do share a bathroom also with other people. So I have upgraded to the adult life now. It's funny because I was at the exact opposite end of the price scale. I was in the cheapest accommodation, you know, I shared my bathroom, my toilet, you know, with the whole floor and I didn't mind it at all, you know, so I think a lot of people might be thinking, you know, just hearing about how you have to share a bathroom, they might be really worried about it and might be imagining really bad things happening, but actually, like, after your first year, after you go through it, you sort of realise that actually sharing is not that bad. Um, you will not really be struggling with finding time, you know, when to go in and that sort of stuff. So if you're worried right now about, you know, if you end up in non-ensuite and you're really, really fussed about having your own bathroom, I think I would just want to say don't worry too much because you will find that actually, like, it's not, it's not as bad as you might think. So that would be just my one message from someone who lived in the cheapest halls and still had a great time and didn't have to spend that much money on my own, um, you know, accommodation there. So I do have to agree with you that it's definitely not necessary to have your own bathroom. It's nice, but it requires you to clean yourself, which is not as nice. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. And let's just when I said, you know, don't worry about getting your top choice or whatever. Kirsten, can you actually explain to us how the application process works? Am I definitely going to get like the holes I put down or is there like a list I have to put together? Yes, we usually ask for your top three choices just because there, there might be a chance that you don't get your first option. We do find that Carnegie Court, which is the ensuite, sells out the quickest. Um, so it depends how early you apply, really. But I mean, I would say don't panic. You'll always get something because we guarantee all students accommodation of some sort. It might not be your first choice, um, but you will get something. So, But the quicker you apply, the better. And, you know, like I say, it, it does change every year. So um, I wouldn't I wouldn't worry too much about it. Yeah, and I have to say, all the halls that we have have recently been renovated, is that over the last few years they've been going around and renovating them. So all of the halls are nice. It's not like one is just an absolute dump. Yeah, you know, they're all of a high standard. It's just that these days people tend to prefer en suite. 
Also to get the guaranteed accommodation, you actually have to apply by a deadline, but this deadline is in late summer. It's after, you know, weeks after results day. So don't worry too much if you applied in January and you're waiting for your results and you cannot apply yet because that is perfectly fine. And so many other people are doing exactly the same. They can't actually apply or where their insurance choice and they will only find out they're going to Aberdeen after results day. So there will be a wealth of accommodations still on offer even in August. You just need to make sure that you apply by the deadline, which as I said, is usually, you know, a couple of weeks or a few weeks after the results day. So late August, early September. However, the team will still do their best to accommodate you even if you apply afterwards. So it, the accommodation process opens is it during spring right so you have if you have an unconditional offer or if we are your first choice you can apply from about springtime up until late august so plenty of time to apply and you will also get an offer of a flat and then to secure that specific flat you put down a hundred pounds deposit is that correct that's right it's a prepayment actually yeah prepayment oh yeah because it comes off your rent yeah yeah so the process is quite easy and if you are if you are not um, 100% sure where you're going that's perfectly fine as well so many other people are in the same boat i do have to add here that i for example i think i applied quite late in the process so it was like late august when i applied and i still got my first choice so you still have like good chances of getting the place where you want to be but still don't like don't fret it it's everything's going to be okay yeah, I know. We just keep saying this, but it is it is true, right? Just don't worry too much. Yeah, I think that's what most people ask us on open days and things like that. They seem to be really anxious about how quickly they can apply. But you'll get a place regardless. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So let's talk about what living in the student accommodation is actually like. Um, the Hillhead team and Kirsten, they organised like a move-in weekend, which is the earliest date when you can move into your halls. Of course, if you want to move in a few days later because of, say, logistical issues or just personal choice, you don't want to move in during that specific time, that is possible. But most people do take the opportunity to move in as soon as they can. Otelia, do you remember what that first week in Halls was like? So I actually drove from Luxembourg with my mom straight to Scotland. We took a little ferry, so I had a lot of stuff. So the moving was a very move, like a, a big move, because I know a lot of my friends just came with one suitcase or two suitcases, but I just had a lot of stuff. So I feel like I, I don't know, it was, uh, it was quite hectic to sort everything out. And then I got sick and the whole first week just was me being in bed and not really experiencing that much. Well, let me say what I did during my move-in weekend and the freshers week afterwards then. Um, what we did, well, this was like seven years ago now, but we moved in, it was a huge event, there were so many people around, there was a lot of volunteers, um, like older students as well, who just volunteered during move-in we weekend to make sure everyone got where they needed to be. Um, they picked us up at the airport, you know, we like registered for a little pickup, um, they drove us to the halls, and then there were so many different people who were just so keen to help. Um, and I had, like like you said, I had a couple of suitcases that had all my worldly possessions in them. And there were so many nice people who helped me carry them. And I was sweating and it was hot and I didn't know where I was and everything was new. But there were so many people who just wanted to help. So what I remember was that I came into my room 
I picked up my keys, I came into my room, I dumped my suitcases and I immediately went out and started mingling with people. And I know, I remember there was there were some events as well. Kirsten, do you remember, do you know what sort of events you do for Freshers Week? Oh, they do loads of stuff over movie weekend. They usually put on like uh, a movie night, um, quiz nights, and they even organise like walks along the beach and stuff like that for smaller groups, just for people who've maybe found it hard to to mingle. Yeah, that's definitely something that also helps you like meet people because I think we all forget that everyone else is in the same position. Pretty much no one will move to Aberdeen and already have like an established group of friends. So everyone moves and is looking for friends, is looking to find people who are doing the same course or possibly people from the same country as well, because you will find that Aberdeen is quite international. So you will find so many different people and those events during the first week really do give you that opportunity to meet up with people who then might be your friends for the rest of the time in unit. And I think people still say that like, you know, people I met during freshers and people I met in halls are still my friends to this day. So you will form friendships for sure, um, spontaneously, um, when you don't expect it. And it helps to have the group of people that don't know what they're doing with you as well, because you can just not know what to do together. I don't know about you, Otilia, but we always organize these like shopping trips together. Um, like it was like a hunting expedition we were like we messaged in our group chat like does anyone need to go shopping for food and then like four people would say yes i need food as well and then we just wide-eyed set off into the city center with just backpacks and bags and we just fled into the nearest supermarket shop and shops together and it was just nice you know to have this little community of people who have no clue what what this bread is you know i was used to much different bread you know even the bread was different the milk was different so we all just got down and like did it together yeah definitely like the people like in my flat like the my like let's say best friends in my flat at the time like we always went to like shop together and we bought stuff for the flat we bought matching slippers and i still wear those at home they're like this leopard print ones and i think there's just a little reminder of the like good old times in hillhead <laughs> um and because you mentioned that you were buying things for the flat kirsten can you just sort of mention what usually you would need to buy for your flat and what is provided so yeah we 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 don't actually provide any bedding or crockery or anything like that because uh, these days we just find that students want to take their own stuff. Prior to moving in, usually, um, you know, people get in touch with each other through Facebook pages, so they'll actually know who their flatmates are before they arrive. And more often than not, they've set up like a group chat or something like that. So sometimes before they arrive, they'll discuss who's taking what pans, who's buying the plates and cups and and things like that. So it's really useful to get in touch with your flatmates, I think, before you come. I also remember this was my first encounter with the Scandinavian Society. The Scandinavian Society organised a bus trip to Ikea. (laughs) Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, that was um, good times on the bus to and from Ikea just loaded up with tons of different one pound um, cups and stuff that you absolutely needed because they were one pound. Yeah, so there might be even opportunities, you know, to do this sort of big shopping trip. But you can also purchase, pre-purchase online these like packs, right, that will be brought to your room. So it's there when you move in. That's right. So you can order your bedding and yeah, 
kitchen packs and things like that in advance if you wanted to it'll get delivered to your room before you come but more often than not we see the parents and the students going to Asda or Donelm or wherever and you know bulk buying everything they need on the day. Yeah there are many options for what you can do what I did was I also ordered um, an Asda delivery uh, on the day when I was arriving to be like delivered so like online shopping um, so that way it was also sort of waiting there for me so that's another good way to get your essentials um, and of course during that first week you will probably be talking to your flatmates a fair amount but you will also be meeting other people um, Otilia how did you find what was the mixture like in your flat were all your flatmates from the same country and were they doing the same program or was it sort of a mixture I think um, it was so it was five girls and we were all from there were two Scot no three Scottish girls one American and then me where, where I'm from and uh, I think we were all doing different different degrees no way actually there was me and this one girl we shared a degree but everyone else was doing completely different things and I think that's really cool to get to know like people who are doing different stuff because later it's like you start to mingle with like people who do the same kind of thing that you do so I think also in Hillhead it's so nice to like meet people that you otherwise wouldn't like I don't think I would hang out with like law people if I didn't have one person studying law you know in my flat or something like that is that how it works Kirsten you just sort of mix people together yes we try and mix it up as much as possible so you don't have all medical students in one flat or law students in one flat so that you're getting the experience of meeting people that you might not have made friends with otherwise and is there an opportunity to say that I want to be in a quiet flat, alcohol free flat or um, stay with other mature students? Yeah, exactly. We do usually try and uh, put mature students together. Um, we do have the option uh, to choose a quiet block if you're you know, not into partying and also an alcohol free block as well. Yeah, so even though you will be mixed, um, you still get the opportunity to, to sort of be with like-minded people. And how does it work with um, gender mixed flats? Do we, as a standard, do we mix genders or do we stay single sex? Generally, they're single sex flats, but we do have mixed flats as well. Um, so there, there's, you know, all options there, basically. Yeah, and again, it's up to you to decide what you want to stay in. And Otelia, did you, you said already that you socialised with some uh, people from law um, who might have been, you know, your, your flatmates, friends and that sort of stuff. Did you ever have friends come across from different buildings and visit you in your flats or where did you hang out? So like most of the time, like in the beginning of like the first year, we hung out in our flat because ours was the biggest and we had the biggest kitchen and it was easier to like fill in with people. But then as I like got to know like other people, like through societies or like just other kind of like parties that I had gone to, like we started to like move away from my flat because we had some people who had told us like they don't want like that much of noise in the flat in the evening. So we just, you know, respect their decisions and then we kind of moved away from our flat and kind of I moved to Grand Court with my current flatmates that I met just randomly in a corner of Hillhead and we became the bestest of friends and then I just started to live in Grand Court instead of uh, New Carnegie. Grand Court I think is actually my favorite. Um, I like the color scheme of it. Yeah, definitely. 
Yeah, and that's one thing that I would also mention, uh, would like to mention is that you can go online on our website and you can see 360 sort of pictures, visualizations from all the flats and all the different types of accommodation. So I will put a link in our show notes um, to lead you to these. And I've also personally filmed um, a Hillhead campus tour where uh, we take you into three different flats and we also show you around the central building. So I'll pop that in the show notes as well. Um, and I also mentioned, you know, I, we went around the central building with the camera to take you guys around. Um, that is hugely beneficial for so, all sorts of socializing. Did you ever go there, Otilia? Yeah, I think um, after I met like my current flatmates and they loved playing pool. We went to the main building to play pool quite a bit. And then I discovered also that there's this games room next to the music room. And we started going there. They're amazing. Yeah, so the central building's got quite a lot of different spaces, actually. Um, Ophelia, what I think you were talking about, there's a music practice room, so it's kind of like a soundproofed room where you can go and practice the drums or play the piano, um, that kind of thing. There's also the uh, community space where we've got board games and things like that, or DVDs, you can go and watch a DVD with some of your friends. Um, there's also the community kitchen, um, where we um, organise cookery classes and um, you can also book that if you wanted to hold like a larger dinner party or something like that. Sometimes like the American students would organise a Thanksgiving meal there for instance. I Can I say here um, with the, about the kitchen before I forget that we actually some of my friends organised this little like a, like a Christmas party around Christmas and then everyone brought like a bit of food and some people like cooked it there or heated up and then we just shared a great little party of just eating and having Christmas fun. Yeah, it's an amazing kitchen. It's huge. It is so big. You know, when we, we refurbished the central building, it was a really important area um, that we wanted there. There's also like a gym space, right? It's like an exercise room. That's right, yeah. So um, there's a large hall. Um, we sometimes have exercise classes there, so it might be yoga or Zumba. Um, we've also had um, movie nights in there, so we'll put a, a movie on the big projector. Um, we usually do that during Freshers Week. And there's also a bar and a restaurant that you possibly could get your meals from if you wanted to, but it's available to anyone. You don't have to be a catered student, right? That's right. So it's the cafe bar and um, they serve meals. So you could go in there with your friends and just have a burger and a drink. Um, but yeah, like you said, if you go for the catered option, uh, you can get your meals there. That's breakfast and dinner. And I noticed last time I was there, there are some screens as well, right, in that area? Yeah, so if there's big football matches on or big sporting events, um, they'll show them as well. And I do have to say that the food is really great in the bar. I think uh, even like as a vegetarian or vegan, I think they have a couple of great dishes for everyone. Don't, isn't it like super cheap as well? Uh, as I remember, yeah. I think it was pretty cheap. And also because Hillhead is so far away from the town, sometimes you do want to eat out. I would say when she says super far, she really means it's so close. It's only like 45 minutes walk, guys, and there's a bus as well. So, you know. I mean, the bus is like 10 minutes. It's not that far away. Yeah. Yeah. So she didn't really mean when she said that, you know. Uh, <laughs> um, but actually, that is something that we haven't mentioned. How far is Hillhead from the main campus? It's so, I would say it's less than a mile to the main campus. And it's actually a really nice walk through Seton Park. It only takes 15, 20 minutes, something like that. 
you'll see hordes of students every day walking back and forward. Um, there's also a bus which is what five minutes to the campus and I would say about 10 minutes into town. Yeah, yeah, and we have a free shuttle as well, um, which usually runs, it mainly runs for the medical students from Hillhead, stops over at um, Old Aberdeen and then goes to the hospital. Um, so that is free for students usually as well. We currently, it might be, the schedule might be um, changed and that sort of stuff, so keep an eye out for it. But yeah, there's usually a bus as well. And I do have to say that the, the walk from Seaton to like through Seaton to campus is like the prettiest thing during like autumn mornings when it's a bit misty. So it's definitely an experience to do that. And you can do it in 10 minutes if you're fast enough. And and I do have to also mention that you can go around Old Aberdeen, which is another way if it's super slippery in Seaton Park, you can go through Old Aberdeen. And that's also like the prettiest place ever to just walk and have a little moment before uni starts. Yeah, yeah. And that's also something that the first few weeks um, we did in groups together, people from um, different you know accommodation buildings were like always like oh is anyone going to mac roberts for 9 a.m and we all were like yes let's go together so yeah <laughs> i love doing it by myself i always had my headphones on i just you know took the moment for myself to walk through seats and park and um so you sort of mentioned othelia that you spoke to your flatmates about you know having people over and sort of you know you you worked out what works for all of you um sharing the flats there's also something that people might wonder about um, and that's how they will arrange to clean their flats because it's up to you. It's only um, the shared communal areas um, like stairwells and hallways that are cleaned by the university staff. If you're in a flat, you're responsible for cleaning that flat yourself. Do you have any tips for us how to organize cleaning so that we don't end up with a really dirty flat and really, um, passively aggressively uh, angry people i think that's really important to like you know talk to your flatmates about when when like things need to be cleaned and who cleans it because if you just like somebody does it at some point that's not going to work like you need to have someone like you take care of the trash and i take care of oven or whatever because otherwise nobody will do anything and then things will get moldy speaking from experience so uh try to like have a schedule and instead of uh, just like winging it. I think it for us, it worked out somehow because I like cleaning and one of my other flatmates like cleaning. So we just like angrily cleaned everything every two weeks. And we're just like, you guys should do something else as well. We were nice, we are nice flatmates. Like I think my current flatmates can say that, yes, I am a nice flatmate, but cleaning, that's a, uh, if you want to have like good relationship with your flatmates, you should, uh, schedule it yeah and that's something that you will probably come across as well you know when you move in with different people be it in university halls or in private accommodation or in a flat you will find that people are used to different things and are um, might have never been responsible for their own bathroom or bedroom before so it might be sort of a shock to the system to discover that actually your mum did a lot of cleaning without you noticing so this is just something that needs to, you know, you will work it out. Like I also first few months, I just sort of didn't really know what was going on. Didn't know how to cook, didn't know how to clean, but you will learn. And that's that's the important thing. Just I guess communication is important, isn't it? 
Oh, it really is so important to communicate because otherwise things might happen and you don't want trauma in your flat. Yeah, and you had your own private bathroom, Otilia, right? So you had to clean that yourself, yeah. obviously. I I think I was pretty good at cleaning my own bathroom. Sometimes I neglected it, but one of my flatmates, she neglected um, her bathroom for, I'd say, seven months. And at that point, it was uh, she could not do anything and she had to call like the people in the main building to like unclog the all the drains in the shower or in the bathroom because the water was everywhere and i think that's a good reminder that you can actually like call people to do that for you you don't have to do it yourself yeah there's a maintenance staff and security staff on site um and the security guys are there non-stop, aren't they? That's right. So um, our reception is open 24 hours, seven days a week. There's always porters on duty. So there's always somebody um, to call on if you get locked out your flat, for example, or if you've got a maintenance issue, we tend to respond to them really quickly. Yeah, so it's a really safe environment because there's always someone who's there. Yes, so the security are on um as I said, 24 hours. So they do security patrols throughout the night. There's also CCTV all over the campus as well. So it's a really safe environment. And you said, you know, if you lock yourself out of your flat, um, how how does access to buildings and flats work? Do you have a, an old school key? Is it a card? So more and more, as we've had buildings refurbished and new buildings built, um, they are um, either on the your ID card, so you can actually get access to your flat with your ID card. Some of them have, some of them have the key card, which is more like the hotel style key cards, and some of them are still old fashioned keys. Yeah, so there's a variety of different ways to get into your building, but you can only get into your own building. No one without a key can get in. Yeah, so that's another um, good thing as well. You've, you can feel safe and um, secure because you know that it's only the people who actually live in this building that can enter this building. Um, and if anything, you know, if you ever needed any help, um, the porters, because they're there 24 seven, they're absolutely fantastic. I can't tell you about the amount of times I called them at midnight because I locked myself out on my way from the bathroom. Um, or there was also one time when my light bulb went off and I was in the middle of writing an essay at 3 a.m. and I could not stop, like I cannot stop when I'm in the zone at 3 a.m. So I had to just call them over and get them to change my light bulb at 3 a.m. because I will not, I would not stop um, with that essay. I do have to say that I didn't realize that you can also get the light bulbs from the main building and I had the worst experience trying to buy a light bulb for the lamp in my room and uh, it was a it was a mistake but i have learned and i think if you move to like hillhead i think you should just know that everyone will help you like you will get everything you need it's not like you're living just by yourself and you need to know all the light bulbs light bulbs are a mystery still um but we were also saying you know like if you're there overnight there's support but there's also apart from porters there's student residence assistants right who are on hand overnight that's right so the student residence assistants work in the evening time um three till six o'clock in the morning so they're there for support welfare support um they also organize a lot of the events that i was talking about earlier 
um, like the quiz nights, the craft nights, um, the cooking nights, things like that. And they're there just if you want to have a chat, if you're feeling lonely overnight. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, if you're feeling a bit homesick, maybe in the first couple of weeks, or if you've got anything anything that's worrying you, um, exam worries, relationship worries, there's always somebody that you can get in touch with um, to talk to. Yeah, and that's, I think, something that we have an edge over private accommodation with or living on your own, in, well, living in your own flat because you will not get that sort of 24-7 security on, on site um, and someone just there to hang out with if you need to. That's right. I think because, you know, for many of the students, it's the first time away from home, it can be quite daunting. And of course, you want to be independent and do your own thing. But we just have that support there if you need it. Yeah, absolutely. And also you don't have to worry about any extra bills because just everything is included in the price. So if you're living in your own flat, you know, you might get a sticker shock when you find out how expensive electricity is and you will not be heating the flat for like four months over the winter because you're like, I'm not paying for the heating. Um, when you live in Hillhead, that's all included, including a good Wi-Fi. So that is definitely um, a plus as well over living um, anywhere else. Yeah, I think like living in halls, especially like on, in university halls, is such a easy way to like ease the life into adult life. Like you get, you live by yourself, but then you get all this stuff given to you, like Wi-Fi. You don't have to worry about Wi-Fi or water bills or anything. It's so much easier to move in there than straight to like your own flat and just figure everything out by yourself. Yeah, I think it's a nice middle step. So if you're if your parents as well are a little bit worried about um, your level of independence, your parents are worried that you don't know how to use the washing machine, that's okay. <laughs> Move into Hillhead and um, you, will, you will have quite a, protective, quite a protected environment and um, it's comfortable, it's, it's still giving you the independence, there's no one who's watching when you come home, but also if anything goes wrong, there's someone there who can help. Ottilia, you also mentioned that you had friends in different um, rooms and sometimes what happens, you might have a little conflict with your flatmates. Kirsten, is there something that um, the, your team also can help with when it comes to conflicts and, you know, if you need to move flats? Yeah, definitely. So we do ask that you kind of give it a go in the first couple of weeks to start with. But if you do find that your flatmates maybe aren't your kind of people or you've made friends elsewhere who've got a, a room in their flat uh, going, then yeah, you can ask to move. Um, the student residence assistants, um, they can intervene if there are any flat disputes and, and maybe try and sit down and resolve it amongst you. Yeah, that's a, that's a good thing to keep in mind as well. You know, if you, if you ever find that things are getting difficult, just ask for help, there's help out there. I do have to also say that like even like if, if, it, if it obviously gets that bad you have to move out but you have to also remember that you don't have to be friends with your flatmates like you don't have to be best friends to live with people you just have to be nice to them and you know be work things out and be friendly because you can also find so many other people outside of your flat and you can be friends with them and maybe move in with them later on and the flat life is not everything. Yeah, definitely. I think that's actually something that a lot of people find like in their first year, 
they make a group of friends and it might might be people from their flat it might not be people from their flat but then in further years in their second year and beyond they then go and look into private accommodation or uh, landlord owned flats with that group of friends is that what you found Otilia? yeah that's what i like i moved in to a private landlord owned place with my flatmates and we lived there for two years and those were not people from my flat they were completely different people and i think that's a great thing to find also people from other places yeah kirsten do you find that this is true across the board do most people go their own way after first year yeah definitely i i do think that's exactly what happens you know they they have here if you like for support in their first year and then after that they they want to do their own thing and want to go out into the private accommodation world is there the option to stay in hillhead or um, in university accommodation in general if we do want to stay yeah Yeah, so yeah we do get some every year we get some returners but not a huge amount yeah but there is a possibility if if they do want to so that's that's something to keep in mind as well. So is there anything else that you guys would like to share? Um, any parting words of advice that you think, Othelia, you might want to tell people when they're thinking about accommodation and moving to university? No, I honestly just have to say that I think uh, moving to halls, especially uni-owned halls, is such a crucial part of the uni experience, if I can say that, that it's so worth to actually look into that. Because I also moved to Aberdeen without ever being in, even in the country. Like, I had only been to London, which is quite far from Scotland. So, uh, you know, I think it's just so easy to find like like-minded people in Hillhead because it's so small and everyone is in the same situation. So it's so worth it to actually try that instead of being like, I'm going to be an adult and I'm going to move to my own flat because that way you might not find as many friends or people like as easily, I think. So, uh, yeah, I think, yes. Living in halls is a great thing. Yeah, I totally agree. It's um, it's a very special experience that you will never replicate again in your life. That first year of university is just such a formative year and, you know, anything goes that year. You learn how to make chips, you learn, um, you know, what the settings on the washing machine are for. Um, you go to football games with people and even though you hate football you just give it a go you know there's just so many different experiences that you can get from sharing your space with other people and university halls give you that sort of space that framework where you can meet people from all walks of life all countries um, all different courses as well so that way you don't have to just socialize with people from your specific course you can just find anyone anywhere you know just come up to someone who's sitting on their own in the central building and strike up a conversation you know and you might be friends forever you never know kirsten is there anything that you would possibly tell parents who are worried about their child coming into accommodation um yeah i think it's just reassuring um to know what i said previously basically that there's always somebody here we've got 24 hour cover seven days a week we've got qualified first aid staff um, there's always somebody at the end of a phone there's somebody at reception um, they won't get locked out of their flat in the middle of the night and not have anyone to let them back in 
and I think yeah just generally there's always somebody here to help for whatever reason yeah I hope that people got the sense from our conversation that the whole Hillhead staff is a really supportive bunch of people and who genuinely care about the students and are there for the students um, we definitely felt it I, I'm speaking for you and me Othelia I'm just saying that we both felt um, that the porters and the staff on site were just really there to help and it was a lovely experience to live in Hillhead for my first year yeah I, I shared the same experience it was so nice to live there sometimes I miss it still Thank you to all of our listeners for joining us. And of course, thank you to our two amazing guests who shared their expertise and um, their experiences. So if you want to hear some more from our current students next week, Georgie will be chatting to two students about sports and societies, which is another hugely popular topic. So join us then to find out more. Um, And thank you again, Ophelia and Kirsten. for joining us for this episode of the Ask Aberdeen podcast. If you would like to suggest a topic we should cover, please email us at ukteam at abdn.ac.uk. We would love to hear from you. To be alerted about new episodes, subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.